0: And welcome back to the Resilience Institute podcast here for episode 7. So today, as you've probably already guessed with the title of the episode, I'm going to be talking about how often you should be training each week, uh, but also volume for your muscle groups alone, like separately. So this is mainly focused on hypertrophy, but depending on your rep ranges and rest times, it can also be used for strength as well. And as a disclaimer, these are very general guidelines. So as we we will talk about in later episodes, the human body is at, at the same time very simple and at the same time a very complex organism. And with training, you impose a demand and it adapts to make it easier for the next time. But the rate of adaptation and recovery is dependent on so many things things like genetics and age, gender, injury history, uh, current injuries, training history, stress, uh, your nutrition and hydration, how much sleep you get, the stimulus of your training, if you're doing too little or too much volume, the mechanical tension and the quality of your technique, the range of motion, the list just goes on and on. So when I give these rough examples, what what may be perfect for one person may be way too much for another, depending on their individual circumstances. And I'll give you a, a few sets of guidelines that you can use to determine if you're doing just enough or not enough or too much, but from there, it's on you to track what you are doing in your training, how you are recovering, and keep an idea of where you're at in terms of your training program, your sleep, nutrition, hydration, your rest and stuff like that. And the the whole idea behind this episode is that if we split up our sessions appropriately and we train, uh, we plan our training smartly, we can train our muscles more than once a week and get twice the stimulus for adaptation during a year. So, if you think there are fifty two weeks in the year, if you were to train that muscle once a week, you are training it fifty two times a year. But If you train it twice, but the same volume, which is what we'll talk about later, you're getting 104 sessions of stimulus for adaptation, which I don't recommend you train 52 weeks of the year, but you get the drift of how I'm trying to explain it. So firstly, to put it into layman's terms, every time we train a muscle, we are imposing demands on it, mechanical tension, muscle damage, and metabolic stress, so the ways muscle is built. This, in the short term, increases lo- local muscle protein synthesis to that muscle. I can never say that word properly, synthesis. There we go. Where, and this is the process of building new tissue. So that lasts for around 48 to 72 hours. And in this period when we eat, sleep, rest, we are providing nutrients and the, the time for it to recover so it can grow back bigger and stronger. That's the whole point of training. And as you've probably guessed, once that time is up, the muscle, it's not in quote-unquote growth mode anymore. And so, here is when it would be ideal to stimulate this muscle again when we get the chance as soon as possible. And this, should, this ensures that we're growing and getting stronger as much as possible. And this is why bro splits aren't what they're made out to be. So, let's say you do your tip, typical chest, back, shoulders, legs, whatever when you hit, say, a muscle, say you hit chest on Monday, you then have to wait seven days again to train it. But three or four of those days of waiting are spent doing nothing and you're not improving that muscle at all because the muscle protein synthesis isn't as high. I can't say that word. And you're not improving it at all. So, this is where smart programming comes into play. And I'll talk a bit about weekly muscle volume and why it's ideal to split it up over two or more sessions. But first, we need to know the difference between local and systemic fatigue. And if you're stopping a set because you got tired versus stopping a set because your muscle couldn't lift the weight anymore, that's two different types of fatigue. So, local, local fatigue is where you're fatiguing the target muscle. So, let's say I go to train my biceps, local fatigue is when I can't do a curl anymore. But systemic fatigue is your entire system. So, i.e. you're just feeling tired and fatigued in general, but it's not your actual bicep that is failing. And when we're trying to grow or strengthen a muscle, we want the former. So, we want local target muscle fatigue. But also, as we talked about in one of the early episodes, it's not always a good idea to even go to complete muscle failure. So, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and have a listen so we're on the same page. Without getting into too much depth when we start to talk about volumes and stuff, there are a few volumes that your body will respond to. So, we have minimum effective volume, we have maximum adaptive volume, we have maximum recoverable volume, and then we have maintenance volume. So, minimum effective volume, as you guessed it, that's the minimum that you need to stimulate some sort of adaptation, Maintenance volume is again, you guessed it, that's the volume we need to maintain what muscle mass we have, which has actually been shown to be as little as potentially six working sets per week per muscle. Uh, we also have maximum recoverable volume, so this is the amount that you can, you, your body can fully recover from each week. Any more, and you won't recover back to your baseline. It's too much for your body to recover. And then the maximum adaptive volume is basically the sweet spot for growth where you're stimulating for enough for optimal growth, but you're not doing too much so that you aren't recovering back to your baseline. And this is what we'll be discussing today. Uh, so generally speaking, and this is, again, I'm, it's, it's very individually based, you should be hitting around 15 to 25 sets per muscle per week. So this is between your minimum effective volume and your maximal recoverable volume. And it depends on the muscle and its size, um, as I also mentioned before, and your individual capacity and situation. So big muscles will typically take less sets because they're bigger and they require a lot more energy and neuromuscular effort to contract. And smaller muscles will typically handle a lot more as they don't require as much energy and that neuromuscular effort. And this is where splitting up into different sessions can be smart. So let's say you do all of your 22 sets for the week in one session of one muscle. A, we aren't maximizing muscle protein synthesis because remember, it only lasts around 48 to 72 hours. And B, the first 10 to 12 sets of that 22 doing it in the one session, they may be of good quality and high intensity and therefore they stimulate for adaptation a lot. But the rest are going to be kind of, a garbage quality and you're going to have a lot of local but then also systemic fatigue which means you'll be puffing and panting and you won't be able to go as heavy and get that quality mechanical tension and stimulus on the muscle because you're going to be tired because you've been doing so much exercise for that session on the one muscle and then the main problem is that resistance training isn't for cardio or for fitness like Yes, they are secondary benefits, but it's not what we're there to do. We're there to get in, train the muscle that we want to grow and get out. So, the more fatigue and failure that we create that's unnecessary, it means we're in more of a recovery debt that we place on our body and we get a lot less quality in our training. So, it would be beneficial to do as little as possible at a higher intensity to stimulate that mechanical tension as much as we need, which we know is the main driver of hypertrophy and strength, but then not just do extra sets for the sake of it, like get in, get out, do the minimum and then do it again next week, uh, sorry, next session in that week so you can then double up and this is where we'll go into a bit more depth now. And the best way to simply know if you're on track or not are a few things that I learned from this really smart dude, his name's is Mike Isretail, uh, last year during, during my lockdown study rampage. I'll did all this study of all these different things and, and he had a really good way of, of talking about it and it depends whether you're a beginner or intermediate or advanced but... And when we talk about that, I mean, beginners will will need a lot less volume than an advanced athlete simply due to the fact that advanced athletes, they're further along in their journey and their body is used to training and recovering and it's been doing it for a lot longer. So it takes more effort to get the same adaptations. That's why that we, we have that thing called newbie gains because it doesn't take much to stimulate for growth. If we didn't have this, anyone who went to the gym for say four or five years would be the size of the Hulk. Because we do the same thing and get the same results, and we just repeat, and there'd be no decrease in how much adaptation we get. And the body does this because it needs a reason to adapt. Because if we, it, it takes a lot of energy to create and also maintain muscle. It takes a lot of energy, and our brain is trying to keep us alive, so it doesn't want to waste energy for the sake of it. So it doesn't let us get to 200 kilos of pure muscle. It slows us and the process down, so we need to do more to get the same results. And his quick formula was is based on the two following um, questions. One, does the muscle you are training and t- trying to train get a bit disturbed, aka you can feel it's getting a bit weaker, tired, and you get a pump? Yes? Great. Good to go. Can you recover fully to your baseline strength and have no soreness by the next time you train that muscle? Yes? Great. That means you've done just enough but not too much because you can recover to your baseline strength. You don't have soreness next time, but in the session you did, you disturbed the muscle and you had a bit of a pump. From here, now you, you figure out how much you did for that. So you'll, and this is where I was saying it's it's on you to kind of track and, and plan. But now you just follow the basics of progressive overload whilst keeping these two considerations in mind for as long as possible where you recover fully, but the muscles disturb and you got the pump. And then as I always say with any type of training, you need to start conservative and give yourself time and the opportunity to progress. You want to, as I said, you want to be doing as little as possible where you feel that pump, it's disturbed, you recover. And and then each week you can add either weight for the same reps or you add one to two sets for the muscle each week or cycle or, or whatever it takes for you Like when you start to, when you notice it's not getting a pump, or you notice um, you're not getting, it's not getting disturbed. That's where you need to add more to get the same results. You catch my drift? And then, so so the main the main takeaway, if you take away from anything, is it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. You need to plan accordingly and just do the basics over and over again, adding little bits here or there, and it gives your body a reason to adapt and get bigger and stronger. On the flip side, if you feel like you're not recovering properly, you've most likely done too much. So, what you'd do there is you'd pull back for a week or so and then you'd restart the process. So, pull back on your volume and your intensity for a week, Oh, mainly volume but we'll talk about deloads in a later episode. But you'd pull back on your volume, keep intensity the same. If you really need to, you can drop the intensity but we want to try and not do that. And then you restart the process. And now, you're probably thinking, okay, well, i That sounds good, but now how do I know how to split it up with my whole body over an entire week? And again, it depends on the person. But roughly, you want to be doing around 15 to 25 sets total per session in in basic training. And remembering that if you're stopping your sets just because you're getting tired in general, you're probably doing too much and you're probably just systemically fatigued. And you need to remember your muscle needs to be fully recovered strength-wise and not sore at all. Now, if you want to split up your training, it'll it'll depend on how you like to train, what other training you're doing, if any, and how intense your training is. And typically, you can split this up, depending on your experience level and, and individual circumstances, over two to six sessions a week. So, I'll give a few examples now. So, for someone who is only focusing on muscle growth and strength alone, you could probably handle four or five sessions at a higher intensity because they'll only, you'll only need one to two days to recover during the week and then you're splitting your total weekly volume for each muscle over two sessions. So let's say for this person, it's optimal that they do 16 total chest sets. Over two upper body days, you would do two exercises of four sets or maybe three exercises of three sets and you've divided that. So do the math. That's about eight to nine total chest sets over the um, each upper body day. So that would allow you to push heavier weight because you're only doing eight or so total sets and you're not going to run out of gas. But then when you go and do it again, you get that total of 16 for the week. But because you haven't got in that junk volume and you're not really tired, you're doing a lot more, a lot better quality. You're getting a lot more intensity and load in And then what happens is over that now, instead of doing 16 on one day and half of its crappy volume, over two days, you've split it and you've hit that muscle, you get the muscle protein synthesis and you get that for that 48 to 72 hours, then two or three or four days later, if you're not sore and you've recovered to baseline, you can train it again. And you've got your 16 total sets in for the week. You've done it at a higher load, a higher intensity, better quality. You haven't run out of gas. And you've also stimulated that muscle protein synthesis um, twice. So now you've trained that muscle twice, but way better quality. And you do the same thing for shoulders, quads, hammies. You divide it up And if you're doing four days a week, this is where I'd probably split it up into like an upper, lower, upper, lower. And again, like I said, you've split it twice over two sessions, you're getting more intensity, but you aren't fatiguing as easy. And one other disclaimer that I want to make before I give this next example is that Whatever you place the highest emphasis on is what is going to adapt and improve the most. Most, So, strength and hypertrophy training requires stimulation and then you rest and recover. So, you need to put all of your energy and effort into that. But now, let's say someone also has also likes to run or boxes or wrestles. They may only be able to do two to three sessions a week because they are also getting fatigue and a need to recover from their cardio and their impact training. So they can't be training four or five times a week because then one day you're going to be training strength and then you're going to go on box and you're going to get less of stimulation and less effort and energy and performance because you're training too much now. So let's say for that two person a week, that two sessions a week because you run and stuff as well, you'd most likely do two full body days. So you still hit everything twice but here, you can handle a lot more volume in that one session because you have plenty of time to recover over the, the next three or four or five days in between sessions as long as you're planning your exercise order and the movements you're doing in um, correctly and you're being smart about what kind of movements you're doing. Let's say three a week, you'd maybe do upper, lower, and a full body or you could just do three full body. So, you're again, you're hitting everything two to three times a week. You just need to do some planning ahead and spread each muscle group evenly over those days in the way we were talking about before. Uh, let's say you do four, you'd most likely go upper, lower, have a rest day, go upper, lower again. So, you've given yourself two to three days in between and you're hitting everything twice um, but but you've split that volume over more sessions but you're getting a lot better intensity and load and quality each session. Five, five sessions a week, you could do something like upper, lower, upper, lower and a full body. So again, three times a week and six for the more intermediate to advance, you'd maybe do like a push-pull legs and you could repeat that where you hit everything twice but you can handle it because again, you've divided it over more sessions and you're not doing all of that volume in one session um, over the week. So making sure you're smart about how you're splitting it up, you're planning Um, and you're actually thinking about how you're going to split this volume up and you're not just going in and you're smashing your training every week and hoping for the best. So quick recap time. It's better to hit muscles more than once a week to maximize growth and strength and this can be done by splitting your total volume up roughly 15 to 25 sets per muscle group, remembering that you're going to need to experiment over time with what works for you as an individual or your client if you're a coach um, and there is no blanket rule. If you disturb the muscle and you get a bit of a pump, but you recover before the next time you train, you're on the right track. And th- knowing that it's a marathon, not a sprint, it's going to take effort to learn how you best work and how you, or, or your client best trains or works. But in the long run, you're going to be stronger and bigger and you're going to have less niggles because you're training intelligently. And you're not just going in and smashing weights for the sake of it. You don't you don't spend heaps of money and then hope there's there's some left over at the end of the week for your rent and your, f- uh, your fuel. You plan ahead. So you need to start doing the same thing with your training. And I hope this just gives you a little bit of an insight of how to start to plan that. But if you have any extra questions or, or things that didn't make sense, remember I, I'm always there to respond to DMs and I'm, I'm always happy to help and, and provide further insight where necessary. Until next time, Hados.